Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. Keep it tuned here. Sports done right coming to you in just a couple minutes.
your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. What is up? What is up? What is up? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming back at you live and direct from a very, very hot, a very, very steamy, humid Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Woo, it doesn't feel like Minnesota today. It feels like we're back down in the red clay country of Alabama where the family comes from. Peachtree, Alabama. It is hot, but I take it. Any other, or no other way, to be honest with you, because I'd rather be hot than cold and dealing with these little bullshiggity Minneapolis, Minnesota winners. I'm real tired of that nonsense. But anyway, man, just want to say what's going on. You are listening to Sports Done Right. I am the sports governor, the aforementioned Vince Wright. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. You can follow the show, part of the X Squad. That's right, we're going to be talking about the X Squad a little later. Uh, the podcasting family based in Atlanta, GA. But let me tell you something. Proud to be a member is uh, Max Kepler, by the way, just went deep for the Minnesota Twins. We'll take that. His eighth home run of the season. Twins got shellacked last night by the Mariners, so they need a big win. Um, they're down 3-1 now with that home run. So still got some work to do, Twins. But anyway, man, um, xsquadaffiliates.com is the website you want to check out. You can hear the show there, find out about not only the sports gov Vince, right, but about everybody else up in there as well. We're going to get into our chat room here. Uh, big, big show tonight. Um, I'll tell you about a certain guest we have coming on here shortly. But if you do want to call in before 830 Central Time, the phone number, and I'll get in the chat room, is 651-968-0124. Again, that's 651-968-0124. This is a podcast. Hey, but anyway, uh, let me welcome some of the early representatives in the House of Representatives, as I like to call it, the chat room here. Um, go to Spreaker.com. Make sure you follow Sports Done Right or look for Vince Wright. Check out this show and also the Sports and More show that I host with Reggie Lawrence, DJ Dollars and Cents. Follow the shows. When you do that, you you know, create a little account as well. It takes just a moment or two. You're going to get electronic notifications when the show goes live. Um, you get in the chat room, make your uh, opinion heard, and you know, just really enjoy it, man. We got a very active chat room on this show and really in all the uh, X-Squad shows that we deal with. Um, I also do a boxing show, and we're going to be doing that maybe late Thursday evening. Uh, stay tuned here. Um, go to our Sports Done Right Facebook page where you can follow all the information as well. But I do that with IE Sports Radio, uh, another fine podcasting consortium. Ooh, look at the gov using them big words, man. I like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, X, uh, IE Radio. So me, Gilbert Batista, we cover the fight game in detail. 
And we got a big fight coming up here. The rematch, Kovalev, Andre Ward 2. I don't know who's paying for it. They want, I think they want 70 bones for this one. Uh, get the get the Facebook Lives and the Periscopes ready. Facebook Lives has actually been pretty good about kind of cutting that stuff down real quick. But I've watched actually the last couple fights through Periscope feeds. And until boxing gets it right and brings, like, this is the perfect fight here. And again, Vince Wright, sports governor on Sports Done Right. This is the perfect fight that if you could have priced it anywhere under $50, people probably buy. Even some casual fans. But nobody wants to listen. Everybody's greedy. It is what it is. Anyway, want to welcome DJ Queen here. She is a X Squad affiliate, and she make sure you follow her if you want to hear some bumping music. First, that's right, get up out your seats. Some bumping music, some great shows. If you really love some good hip hop, some uh, good back in the day, as we like to say, R and B, that Earth, Wind, and Fire, Tavares. Um, Jackson five, the Jacksons, when they drop the five, uh, make sure you check out the queen doing big things. Uh, MCDE DJ Spider-Man first time up in here. I, I may, I hope, uh, I'm correct there, but anyway, thank you for jumping in here as well. Part of MCDE. Um, we're going to be following you, sir, and checking out your shows as well. Um, MCD got a lot of good music shows, a lot of, a lot, a lot of good DJs, man, up in there. So make sure you follow uh, Spideman as well. Got to welcome the one and only, uh, the the pariah from Little Rock, Arkansas, down south. Uh, 35W, I even think, goes down that way. And you know, Big L, like I said earlier, I may be catching up with you. Me and the wife might be maybe visiting her cousin down there, head coach at the University of Arkansas, Fort Smith, their baseball team. Got to say what up to Big L out of Chicago originally. Got to give him some love. And, of course, Big L trolling right out the gate. Minnesota winners and ice fishing only. Ha, yeah, you a funny one. You a funny one. Ring the bell. And back to your corner, my man. We'll get on that anyway. Hey, uh, Minnesota fans, your twins trying to rally here. One out. Runners at the corners trying to get uh, trying to get a win against Seattle, man. Twins coming off a, a real nice trip out to San Francisco, taking three or four out there, if I remember correctly. Ho- barely holding on to first place over DJ Dollars and Cents' uh, Reggie Lawrence's Cleveland Indians, and we got bets with him. So uh, need the twins to get it together. And, of course, twins... Uh, get a second out here, but a run does cross. So they're only down three to two in the bottom of the second. Plenty of time. Got to say what up to my main man, Duck and Dodging. What is up? Thank you for hanging out with us here on Sports Done Right. And by the way, with that Avi, Duck and folks, remember the Tupac Shakur biopic, All Eyes on Me, comes out this weekend, if I remember correctly. Oh, man, I can't wait to check that one out. Uh, that is one uh, I am definitely going to try and check out in the theaters. I, I want the full effect. I want the music that, you know, just like when I went and saw, you know, NWA's movie. Can't wait to see this one. And also, I think there's some TV movie or something coming out on the shooting of Biggie. Um, so make sure you, you might want to Google that when I saw a commercial or something yesterday. And look at this. 
Oh, Eddie Rosario, two-run bomb. Twins are up four to three on the Seattle Mariners. Yes, sir. She, Clay Davis in the house. I always love when Clay stops by. My main man, Watch the Throne Davis. Anybody watching this 30 for 30 about super teams? You know, we're going to be talking a little bit. I got some great sound from Rachel Nichols' show. You know, I, I do a lot of dogging on ESPN, but she, she really had a, a fun show on there today. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Byron Scott, Paul Pierce kind of representing the new look Celtics. And they talked about the, the rivalry and the 30 for 30. And I got a, a few, I got about four or five good sound clips. Um, Kareem talking about how he wanted to get out of Milwaukee and get back to Southern California. Byron Scott talking about things. And Paul Pierce, interesting, because he's going to talk about being a black player in Boston. Because, and, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because he's going to tell you about how the racism thing in Boston was kind of overblown. Now, I would, I don't live in Boston. I, I have relatives that lived in Massachusetts. I know the history of the city, but I'll make up your own minds. So this is going to be fun. Want to say what up to my co-host with the most out there in the LV, winning big money on the tables out there at the sales conference. Reggie Lawrence, dollars and cents. Thank you, my brother, for hanging out with us tonight as well. Get them awards, Reggie. Get them awards, man. Looking for big things from pharmaceutical salesman number one out of Michigan there. Uh, so getting back to it, but yeah, we're going to be talking a lot about, you know, the Lakers are my favorite team simply because Magic Johnson is my favorite player of all time. Started in Michigan State, obviously through his Laker career. So, and I, Lakers to this day, Lakers to this day, man. So. I know one of the Govs, 30, 40 teams, as people like to say, but, you know, it is what it is. And I was saying on the, on the previous show, uh, the uh, Barbershop Sports show, which precedes this one, actually still on right now. But, you know, the Lakers did a little stack in themselves. You know, they played with, uh, turns out, three NBA MVPs, Bob McAdoo, Kareem, and Magic. You know, they, they had about four or five Hall of Famers out there, Celtics. And I get it now. People didn't get together. They all came up through the system. But I think times have changed. But anyway, it is definitely something we're going to talk about a little later on tonight. And by the way, folks, at the 8.30 hour Central Time, 9.30 Eastern, the host of the Three Point Sports Conversion Lounge, Mr. Controversy himself, Raphael, is going to be joining us. He has a very, very, very good show Saturday mornings. And uh, it kind of competes with uh, Marcus's show. But once Marcus goes off, Mr. Controversy's show still on. You guys, check it out, man, because, uh, I mean, this cat's doing big things. You know, we talk about press passes and this and that. I mean, this brother's got credentials for Georgia Tech sports, Miami sports, um, you know, the Atlanta soccer team, the Atlanta WNBA team. I mean, he's got it covered. So we're going to talk to Mr. Controversy about not only last night's finals, which we're going to touch on, obviously, but a plethora of other sports tonight as well. So let me get up in here in this chat room, say what up to the delegation tonight. DJ Dollars, like I said, Big L, can KD carry a team? 
Uh, looked like KD kind of carried one here the past few nights, my brother. But Oh, by the way, Reggie is from Cleveland, and I know he's pissed off. And Reggie, before you get into your wars banquet, man, why don't you pipe in? Uh-oh, hold on. Caller, are you there? I am. All right, hold on one second here, Mike Coffee. Um, just finishing up a thought here. Reggie, you're out in Go Las ahead. Vegas. Why don't you hit us up in the chat room? Let us know what you think Cleveland needs to do to get get better and get their championship back. Um, folks, on the line with us here, real um, on the real, my main man, Mr. Mike Coffey, a frat brother number one, friend number one, uh, the good colonel from Louisville, Kentucky. I, see, you like how I say that now, Coffey? You got it. It's all just one big mashed-up syllable. Bingo. It's kind of like marbles in your mouth when you're really drunk, something like that. There you go. But anyway, the one and only Michael Ray Coffey, the good colonel, is joining us from uh, the great state, the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Not more right now. I'm out at a camp out at Land Between the Lakes with a bunch of Boy oh, Scouts. That's right. Yes. yes. So that's the picture I sent you. So I, I got right. a few bars. I'm good. But uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm sleeping in the hammock and enjoying nature, man. Trust yeah. me, I haven't. I didn't see anything about the game until this morning. Okay. So, okay. but um, but I was in Cleveland for Game Four at a wedding. So, I saw that. But, yes. Yes. Yeah. How were the, uh, Hey, coffee, real quick. You like you said, you were up in Cleveland for a wedding. Obviously, hanging out, talking sports with the locals for a minute. What was the vibe up there? You know, you know, we there there, how were they? Feeling? We we went we went to the rehearsal dinner like Thursday night, and I mean Friday night, and like all the other all the guys that are local up there. They all came in in different Cavalier jerseys, right? Like you know, for the rehearsal. And I said, so are they going to get swept? And they said, oh, maybe. <laughs> and they said they're not going to win it. And they all just kind of conceded that Golden State it is true. Golden State's just too much, and especially after they were added Durantula. I mean, that's he's he's a beast unto himself. And they, you know, somebody pointed out a really good way to look at it is they had Golden State had at least four guys that could guard LeBron. Well, the only person Cleveland had that could guard Kevin Durant was really LeBron. So they had multiple ways to attack LeBron. Um, so when you say, you know, what is it going to take for Cleveland? You know, I know the NBA tried to set it up with collective bargaining and whatever that, uh, you can't overload a team and make super teams, but Golden State has one. And that's what Cleveland would have to do. I mean, or if LeBron jumps ship and goes somewhere, isn't he like, couldn't he jump this year? He has like a clause yeah, of contract. I mean, technically, he could, but you know, I mean, and and the coffee. I was actually going to get into this a little later, but I'll bring it up now. Le, this is LeBron's handpicked team. I mean, he's the one that handpicked he all did. these players. His fingerprints are yeah. all over this team. So you know, he's got to take a little blame in it, I guess himself. He's still, you know, oh, sure, one of sure. the top three they, in my opinion of all time. But you know, yeah, and they did. You know, they like you said, they did what he wanted. Right. You know, and yes, he might have said he wanted Carmelo or something like that. But you know what? Carmelo won the NCAA championships as a freshman. Hadn't been overwhelming success in the pros. I know he hadn't been necessarily in great situations always. Right. But he hadn't necessarily always made those situations better just himself. You know, exactly. so, Very yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 it's a tough. I mean, that's a, uh, you know, because I don't know if Cleveland draft picks and other things like that. And you talk draft picks, it's going to be a while. 
Yeah. You know, it's not something that is instant necessarily. So, right. but uh, you know, no, no, I mean, warriors are just, I mean, that's something. Put it this way. I, I look at it this way. Think about like when you and I grew up playing basketball and you would do like when fast break drills in practice or something like that, right? Or even in games especially, right? What are you doing? Well, you're trying to attack the basket. And so everybody would kind of, defenders would hang around the basket. Remember that three-on-two, two-on-one fast break drills in practice, right? Okay? You're going to defend that. Well, Golden State kind of does the opposite. They all come up the middle of the court, and then they all spread way out. And then they're just going to kill you. And that's, I mean, you saw Durant, like, just driving to the hoop time after time in that one first game, I think it was, and don't, don't, dunk, you know. And Mm -hmm. they just, they have just a, a situation of players, and they're all young and in their prime, that barring you know, horrific injuries or, you know, major personality clashes, they're going to, they're going to roll. I mean, you know, this would have been a three-peat unless Cleveland pulled off the miracle last year. Well, you know, now I'm going to speak on that in a minute too, but again, we got the good Kentucky Colonel Mike Coffee, my frat brother, my good buddy, and just all around cool dude. Now, let me <laughs> ask you this, Coffee. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> former Bay Area resident, if I remember correctly, right? San Jose. You used to live in San Jose where the Warriors sucked. Yeah, yes, yes, they did. Coffee, they had, coffee grew, and folks, coffee grew up basically all around this country of ours. So, but you know, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Remember when they were just the lowly warriors, and then they started getting good. You know, you got the run TMC thing going out there, but obviously yeah, they just yeah. couldn't get past the Lakers. They couldn't get over that hump. Yeah. And now, I mean, you know, they got a new arena over on in the Frisco side now coming in. Yep. Um. Oh boy, we got Reggie Lawrence it's, calling I mean, in. Hold on, hold on. One right, second. Right. I'm gonna try and get this call added here. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, one second here. Getting sports done right. Okay, Reggie Lawrence, are you there? I am here. All right, Coffee, you are there. Yes, I am okay. here. Okay, okay, now. And that he did. And I, now I'm going to probably have to relay between you two. I don't think you two may be able to hear each other. Let me know if that's not. I, I hear Reggie. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, perfect, I hear perfect. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, Reggie, let me get you in here, man. I'm really on a tight schedule here as we got a couple other guests coming in tonight. Yeah. But let yeah. me ask you, and I asked you in the chat room too, in all seriousness, man, as I know you're Cleveland, that's your squad, you're hurt and all that stuff. But what do no, you. I'll be, it, I'll, be, it, I'll be totally honest. Yeah, what do you think they need to do, bro, to, to get it back, so to speak? Um, well, um, I, they they got to get a, uh, a bigger wing. I mean, that's the problem. They could shoot. Um, yeah. I, 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 I hate to say this, but I trade, you know, love. Oh, I, yeah. I would even trade love for Boogie Cousins. I mean, that sounds kind of <laughs> crazy. Uh, and pick someone else <laughs> or, 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 or you do a rental. The only way you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get Paul George is only done before a rental because he he's not a free agent until after next year. So oh, yeah, okay. it's gonna okay. be the it's gonna be the same scenario that everybody called me a hater and said I was stupid. The Lakers are smart. They're not going to cave in unlike Cleveland did with Minnesota. The Lakers said that they are not going to give up anybody or draft picks to Paul George when they can get him for free and he's a free agent. I had been saying that forever with Wiggins, and everybody said I was an idiot. So if they're going to do it, they're going to trade with Love for for George and run them for that one year. But um, other than that, that that's my opinion. You got to jettison Dante Jones. You're going to free up some other cap. Right. You're going to have some free agents this year, and they got to get a more athletic wing that uh, you know that yeah. they can get out there that can you know make some shots. 
Yeah, and again, folks, this is DJ Dollars yep. and Cents joining us quickly before his award ceremony out there in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, yeah, Kevin Love, I think, played his way off the, off the team here the, this past week. Um, very disappointed in him. Just kind of looked lost out there. Very flat-footed, Reg. I mean, you know, I don't think the fine folks of Cleveland would have any problems parting away with K-Love at this point. I don't know about you, Coffee, but, you know, it's no, 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 um, not dogging love. He's, he's a good, very good player to make right, right. $27 million. To prop. He, he's basically rendered useless, um, you know, as far as when you play against athletic teams. And that was the issue. Yeah, right. right. You, know, they, yeah, you know, they could double, they could, you know, run off of him, and, and he's shooting out, you know, far, you know, from three or whatever, and they didn't even utilize him right. They didn't put him in the post, any of that, so. And we'll his, call his style yeah, go ahead, can't man. adapt as well. His his style can't adapt as well. I totally agree, Reggie. I mean, you know, he he can do some with love, but I mean, he's not going to be one who can hang with that up and down pace necessarily. I mean, that's not going to be his thing. I mean, yeah, gets a different team, sure, but not him. Hey, Reggie, man, before you know, we go into your yeah. um, award ceremony, just real quick, uh, saw you took home yeah, a little got, money on the table. I, well, I saw you took some money off the tables out there in Vegas, man. So, uh, how's it going in the LV? Uh, what <laughs> hotel are you staying at? Uh, we're at the Caesar's Palace. Nice, nice. All right. Me and Coffee uh, had a moment <laughs> or two over in Caesar's. <laughs> we did. We did. Way back. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, so, real quick for you two gentlemen. I mean, I know Big L is a huge KD fan, and, and yes, all of a sudden, is. and I'm not saying KD is all great, of a sudden. but. <laughs> You you do realize that um, Kevin Durant played with um, uh, Westbrook, played with Harden. I mean, those are future Hall of Famers, right. and then he did he right. did go over to Golden State. Okay, so let let let's you know, and no one's ever averaged a triple double in the finals. Now, everybody, you know, LeBron James took a team like you know um, the Miami Heat that hadn't made the playoffs previous. Okay. And Bosch was good, but do you know how good he was going to be? And Wade. And then he had, you know, he, he had the rest of the people that you haven't even heard of, any house of, of the world for the Miami Heat. So, let's, you know, I just want to just taper that a minute, okay. you know, when it comes to KD. And KD has never taken anybody to a championship. Last thing, the other point I want to make, and maybe get your thoughts on this, guys. Remember how we were talking about how great Steph Curry was, right? Okay. Yeah. Solid. Who wore him down last last year from the Cavaliers at point? Irving as a back. Kyrie, oh, Ky- Kyrie owned him especially in that last game. So I mean, so here's what's so. crazy: Matthew Bellavadova got ten million dollars, ten point five a year from LeBron James, and he wore Curry out. So t- to say that K- KD wore LeBron out is ridiculous because LeBron not only did he have KD on him sometimes, he had Draymond Green on him sometimes, and he had Andre Iguodala on him sometimes, and he still averaged a triple double. Who did KD have on him from Cleveland on occasion? And that's it. I mean, seriously, like, come on. Just, you know, and just that and look at it. And that's the thing, the matchup thing, you know, so many – Golden State has so many more people who can kind of match up on LeBron and give him different looks, you know. And they don't have – you know, Cleveland didn't have as many different looks to throw at Durant necessarily. So right. it'd be good three-on-three game. be hell of a three-on-three game. You know, a new three-on-three game in the Olympics – Get LeBron and Irving throw another good mix in there. My goodness, so <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know they they, that, they, uh, they need a lot. They need a lot, though. Still, yes, guys. I, I think I still think that they um, when you got Golden State that's marching out seven cats, a rookie that you bring in, you're playing Sasha, 
you're playing McGee, you're playing David West. You can't tell me that they're any better than what Cleveland has. And Lou refused to give Derrick Williams any time on the court. The guy is, you know, Hey, Reggie, let me, I'm sorry, boss. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, but I, no, I love I love that point because, yeah, man, the Cavs have really got to get this bench thing figured out, man. I mean, you yeah. can't, you cannot just have players just holding up the wall or, or sitting on chairs and not doing the damn thing. I mean, you got to be able right. to have a couple people you can count on now. You know, obviously they thought that trust? was going to be Kyle Corver. Cor- that didn't work out. K-Love worked out more last year than this year. So, yeah, man, they really, really got to get that bench figured out. One last point, guys, and I'm out of here. And right. I want you to think about this. And, and I, you know me, Vince. I do my research. Okay, you the Cavaliers' you best do. defensive player, okay, one of the best defensive players is a, a basketball player by the name of Liggins, okay? Uh-huh. He, he was a young guy. Okay, so you, guess what they did? They cut Liggins. Do you know who they cut him for? Who? Dante Jones, who hadn't played all year. <laughs> and oh, upon, Liggins wasn't even on the market for a week. And the Dallas Mavericks signed him right away. So that just goes to show you, I mean, that some of the just the idiotic type of things that they did that made no sense. And I like Lou's an upgrade over Black, but he was out coached and I think he didn't do his team you know, the, the well, right he did him a disservice. Actually, hey Reggie, before you get out of here, let's kinda of make yeah. that a homework assignment when you get some time. Because I really think that would yeah. be a really nice topic for us to do on our next show together. Let's take a look at that Cleveland front office. You know, we're always focused on these players and whatnot, but, hey, they got a GM. They got a president. Yeah, who built it? So let's get into that on the next show, man. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I I definitely read up on that, and the book was great. You guys would be surprised at um, who actually built it and things that happened. And I'll give you a recap on that LeBron James book that gives you a lot of insight. I was like, wow. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Hey, uh, good luck with your uh, awards tonight. Win some. Enjoy, Reggie. Hey, Viva Las Vegas, man. And you were hey, right about one, Louisville base. You're, you're right about your Louisville baseball team, bro. They were legit, man. Hi, guys. Hey, they're they're okay, good, man. Please. Omaha, baby. All right, take care. All right, that was Reggie All Lawrence, right. folks. Um, let me finish up here with uh, Mike Coffee. So yeah, Mike. And, and, um, and I like that Reggie. I like Reggie actually gave me props for being right about something. That was nice. <laughs> hey, it's good. That's good. That's good, man. It hey, was. You got it that was. on tape, right? <laughs> You got that on tape. It, it, so, no, it I will be cool. impossible. No, no, Re- Reggie's a good guy. Hey, yeah, he'll Re- throw Re- out Re- problems, yeah, right? He is, so. he is. But yeah, Reggie, so. and that's the thing, too. He he does like the antagonist role. He does like to kind of sure, you know, sure. twist that arm a little bit and all of that. But he is right, Poke man. Poke the bear. He, he, he pokes the bear, but... You know, you don't always have to agree with Reggie, but he does do his homework. No, no. And, you know, I mean, he's a statistician. Yeah, you can tell. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Cough, yeah. real quick, so, man, I just wanted to ask you real yeah. quick here, because later on in the second half of the show, um, after uh, we got an interview coming up here at the bottom of the hour um, with uh, Raphael, Mr. Controversy, he, uh, he hosts a great show out of Atlanta. He's going to be joining us. But back in the day, me, you, Rick Kamla, host to uh as most of the people down in this chat room know him as the host of uh the midday show down in atlanta at 92.7 the game 
But me, when we were coffee, the isolated posse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. You're getting a little too close, coffee. <laughs> got to pull a call me on this one, bro. Got to pull a call me. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me ask you this though. Obviously, me and Kamala being huge Laker fans, you were a big Nick fan back in the day. Yeah. Tonight yeah. we got the the first two parts of the Lakers versus Celtics, thirty for thirty on the ESPN. Actually playing right now. I got my DVR going. But, man, let me just get your thoughts before you get out of here about those beloved days, Lakers-Celtics. You know, Coffee, you were a fairly good basketball player yourself. You played a lot of ball back in the day. What did you think of – Back in the day. Back, Yeah, back in the day we all did. But um, <laughs> let me ask you, man, what did you think of, of that, you know, series throughout the 80s and growing up during that time? Well, you know, I was a Sixers fan way back, so I was Dr. J, and my team never hardly made it. But, but I, so I could kind of stand back and just watch them. We lived on the West Coast when it was such a big rivalry. Um, I remember the big thing was everybody trying to, like, emulate the different players so much. You'd get the converse weapons, back four Jordans, right? right. And you, know, you were either going to try to be magic or bombing like Bird, uh, trying to work on post moves like McHale. Uh, everybody had a skyhook, right? Of course. I mean, so a lot of it was the personalities back then. It wasn't like, you know, they ESPN now or Twitter where you know more about them, like you follow them in all the other ways. Right. But it was every year, and it was just a grudge match. Those were great games. I mean, I think about just like, okay, the Forum, which was all the movie stars, Boston Garden, which was like Blue supposedly collar. 100 degrees exactly. all the time. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, 100 degrees all the time in the parquet floor. And, you know, those things like that, that it was – so much of it was just, uh, to me, I mean, that's, but that's, you know, our youth, right? So we're going to remember those guys. Those were our heroes at that point in time. Now I'm just a sports fan, you know, but back then it was, I mean, you tried to be Kareem. I had to wear glasses back way back, you know, and, and uh, so I had Rex Specs, had the goggles, you know, so I had a little bit of Kareem look. Trust me, I, I definitely had a hook shot, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, because, I mean, that was just, that's what you did, you know, I mean, that's, um, I can't wait to see the series myself. Uh, but, you know, I was, I was a Sixers fan with Dr. J and Andrew Tony and Moses Malone and Bobby Jones. You know, guys, Mo Cheeks, you know, guys like that were, were the team that I always wanted to win. They finally got one, and I was right. elated. But, um, but yeah, 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 that, that was my team way back. Uh, I guess I had to be different than everybody else, which it, that really hasn't changed that much in 48 years of living. So. <laughs> no doubt, <Kyle. laughs> Well, hey, boss, I, I'm going to let you get back to the boys, man. Thanks so much for hanging oh, out yeah. with me as always. Hey, great. Um, best hey, to the family. I know, I know civilization still exists. That's good. It, it is, my man. All right, <laughs> so, boss. Give my best to Trey. Right, Have care, fun brother. down there. Will do, bud. Bye. Okay, peace. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael Coffey, the Kentucky Colonel, joining me, my frat brother extraordinaire, University of Minnesota. Oh, the stories, me, him, and Rick Kamla, but no, we're all sworn to secrecy. Nobody's spilling on nobody there. Anyway, folks, um, back to our corners. All right, 20 minutes at the bottom of the hour. We got Mr. Controversy, Raphael, joining us. Three sports, or three-point sports, conversion lounge. Eddie Rosario, two-run homer. The Twins now starting to put it on. And they are up 10-3 in the bottom of the third over Seattle. Payback for a 14-3 loss last night to the Seattle Mariners. And uh, Mr. Rosario finally uh, finding his stroke there, Twins fans. So this is his second home run of the night. Plenty of time for another one, my man. 
Keep it up. Big L, let me get in this chat room here for a few minutes before our first break. Uh, got some good music coming up. And, of course, I got a request from the first lady. Got to play her little tune there um, from uh, her little uh, buddy JT, Mr. Timberlake. But uh, Big L says, Chief Rocker, I know everything about the game. You read some books. You need some help, son. Oh, let me backtrack because, obviously, I walked right into the middle of it. Who traded Wiggins for love? King James, says Big L. Hey, James pulls the, pulls the strings, don't he? Um, let's see here. Clay, the Cavs don't have the money. Now I'm referring to restructuring. They don't. They, they, you know what, Clay Davis? Very good point. Most expensive payroll in basketball. That's your Cavaliers. IE Sports Radio, Larry B up in the house. Want to welcome the number one chief rocker as well, Jersey Vern, because it ain't a show unless Jersey checks in. And, um, yeah. And when he checks in, things begin. That's right. Chief Rocker Jersey Vern. Um, RC, my main man, Minnesota Mafia, up there in Duluth, Minnesota, boxing fan extraordinaire. We got this uh, Kovalev Andre Ward rematch coming up this weekend. RC, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, RC also says, Clay, they need to improve the bench for sure. I actually believe the Cavs had the better bench going into the series, but I was dead wrong. Yeah, bro. You ain't lying. You ain't lying because that bench. I mean, you think of just all the championship teams in the past. Uh, Detroit, the microwave. We know a microwave is John Fisher today, but back then it was Vinnie Johnson. Put him in, heats up, bam. Lakers, Celtics. I mean, you had a sixth, seventh, eighth men extraordinaire. A couple of their sixth men are Hall of Famers. Is what it is, man. It is what it is. Let me go through few more uh, here as well. Again, Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. Also, this is a podcast. You know it is. And by the way, you are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. Oh, spicy conversations. Oh, Lordy. Spicy conversations. I miss them. I'm, I'm, spicy, where are you at? I miss you. I miss that podcast, man. Um, oh, speaking of lovely ladies, let's welcome Letitia Hunter up in here as well. Thank you for joining us here on Sports Done Right. Whether you're listening on SME, and we're gonna, me and Reggie are gonna get our show back when this schedule clears up, hopefully very soon. And we're gonna look at doing a Sunday afternoon show on uh, Doug's WSME outlet xsquadaffiliates.com make sure you go there as well and make sure you follow us here on spreaker.com and man we are doing big things and i cannot wait lots of stuff going on in the twin cities uh man i what what can i say what can i say now charlie waters local printer here or local writer here st paul pioneer press he threw this one out, and this one is interesting because I got some basketball fans listening tonight, I know, uh, whether it's in the chat room, whether you're going to hit me up through Twitter, and I appreciate all the Twitter love, the direct messages, keep them coming, let's keep the conversation going, sports fans, I appreciate that, but in Sunday's paper, he said, "What? I'm just going to read it here verbatim, again, Charlie Waters, he's uh has a nice little, you know, Sunday column, potpourri of sports and topics. What about a Timberwolves trade package with the Bulls who would get point guard Ricky Rubio, small forward Andrew Wiggins, 
from us, of course, for Chicago's Jimmy Butler and the Bulls' number 16 pick overall in the June 22nd draft. Hmm. Ricky Rubio, Andrew Wiggins for Jimmy Butler in the 16th pick? I don't know, son. Um, I don't know. Just gut feeling. Love Jimmy Butler. Not not his best season last year, but a lot of stuff going on. Him, new coach. Supposedly people didn't like each other. But I'm not feeling Ricky Rubio and Andrew Wiggins for Jimmy Butler in the 16th pick. I'm sorry, Charlie Waters from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. The sports gov of Minnesota ain't feeling you. I'm about to use a veto pen on you because that is some bullshiggity right there. I want to say what up to our main man, the roughest of the buffest, the buffest of the roughest. You know him, you love him, Mr. Rough Buff out of Atlanta, GA. Standing 200 feet tall, cool brother. Glad I got to meet him down there at uh, Doug Stewart's TBSS2 celebration. Look forward to catching up with everybody, me and the first lady. Can't wait to get back down to Atlanta for the Doug Stewart show three, that party, TBSS3. Rough Buff, what's happening, man? Exactly, ducking and dodging. I don't like that trade for Minnesota either. I don't even know. I don't know if Charlie was just throwing something out there to just fill some column space, but that ain't it. I'm not giving up. Ricky Rubio improved second half of the year once his uh, beehive was put on the trade block. Nah, man, ain't happening there. And definitely Andrew Wiggins. Andrew's just got to learn how to play some defense. Okay, we know he's a scorer. He's a slasher. He's very popular up here in the Twin Cities. Now is not the time to get rid of Andrew Wiggins because then you're just going to get back into that whole malaise of here we go again. But anyway, folks, um, after our interview with uh, Mr. Controversy, uh, Raphael, we're going to get into some old Lakers magic talk here. Again, the 30 for 30s on tonight, parts one and two. And as Brent Musburger used to say, It's a matchup that everyone has waited for, the Celtics and the Lakers. It sure is, man. I cannot wait to talk about real good basketball. Again, we got some real good sound. Uh, got some nice drops here from Rachel Nichols showing ESPN today. Uh, Big L says, Bulls not giving you Butler and the pick. BS. I would agree with that, too. I would agree with that, too. Uh, I, you know, it's, I, I just don't think if it, it probably fits Chicago a little bit more. But I don't really see that doing a whole lot of nothing, Big L, for either one of those teams. Your Bulls, our Timberwolves. I just don't. I like Jimmy Butler as a player. If there's a way to get him on the team some other way, would love to explore that opportunity, but not not with this trade, man. So anyway, let's get into our first break, man. We're almost an hour into it already. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to set up for the bottom of the hour, Mr. Controversy, three point. Uh, God, I, all, I can't talk tonight. Three point sports conversion lounge host. And, man, he's going to let us into his world because his show's doing big, big things. And um, first lady out there getting ready to head out tonight on another business trip. So we'll give her a little bit of her Justin Timberlake. And um, we'll be right back after this break, y'all. Keep it tuned. Sports done right. Spreaker.com. X-Squad Affiliates.com. Proud member of the X-Squad Nation. Thank you for joining the Vince Red Sports Governor tonight. 
in all in thrilling new living sound. Kill me with that coochie 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 coochie. She kill me with that coochie 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 coochie. She kill me with that coochie 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 coochie. She kill me with that coochie. Just ain't fair Over here thinking about the shit you say Don't know why it gets to me Bugs right on my heart Yeah, her won't lie Still can't see Think I saw you with another guy Man, I'm too hot. Hot damn. Say my 
girl sent you hallelujah. Girl sent you hallelujah. Cause Uptown Funk don't give it to you. Cause Uptown Funk don't give it to you. Cause Uptown Funk don't give it to you. Saturday night and we in the spot. Don't believe me, just watch. Every Saturday we got it going on. Might call your mama up, talk sport, shout you out in the chat, thank for your support. X squad, act like you know. SME, yo, here we go. Ha ha, yo, here we go. SME, yo, here we go. Sleep, sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. That what we do. Sleep, sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. 
That's what we do. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. we got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports Done Right. The votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back, sports done right. Probably might do the full three hours tonight. Gov's feeling good. Got some good guests. We got the chat room on fire. What's up, Miss Mocha Bella? Of course, how could I forget the lovely Mocha Bella? Of course, lovely Nunu is out there. We got Rough Buff. I'll say it again, Jersey Vern, because he doesn't think I got him the first time. RC, man, Letitia, the one and only Grego, troller extraordinaire. Um, we are moments away from Mr. Controversy. He's going to be dialing in here very, very shortly. And, man, I cannot wait. He's going to tell you about his show. We're going to talk about last night and some other sports stuff. Man, I cannot wait. This is going to be a lot of fun. Ducking and Dodgins in here. Who else did I not get? Let me make sure. I want to go back and make sure I got everybody now. Trey, Sport, Barbershop Sports podcast man sports talk podcast another great show by him and maestro man welcome everybody up in here let's get it going man twins by the way up 11 5 bottom of the fourth and here we go mr controversy are you there sir Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the one and only. Uh, this brother's got a great show on Saturday mornings. And make sure you follow him, Three Sports, uh, Three Point Sports Conversion Lounge, and follow him here on Spreaker.com. And he'll tell you all the other ways to get in touch and follow him. But, Raphael, man, thank you so much for joining us. Sports done right. The great state of Minnesota's listening, my man. Thank you so much. How you doing? oh man i'm good man i'm doing real good man i'm real glad you're on here because i you know i came upon your show a few weeks ago you know um just you know checking out some some new things here on spreaker.com really liked what you're doing uh you know i love the setup and you know we've kind of been been talking a little bit here you know i've been following you and you know Man, you first off, you got everything going down there because you, you got credentials. You're at all the events. We'll get into all that, man. But just real quick, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. You know where you're from, and you know how you, how you got into the sports broadcasting. Yeah, me too. Love it. Where you from in Chi Town? Oh, man, 57th Morgan Avenue over in Inglewoods where my family was doing it. 
06. Okay. Uh, it was funny. I came down here the year, year of the Olympics, right before the Olympics. I got down here in April. So, um, you know, funny because I'm not Atlanta. No, I don't like any Atlanta teams, or I didn't, I should say. I mean, right now, the only team I like in Atlanta is the Atlanta United, the soccer team, and <laughs> probably Georgia Tech, you know, because I've been covering Georgia Tech and the Atlanta Dream, WNBA. But other than that, you know, strictly Chicago. But, um, yeah, man, I've been to sports. I've been loving sports as far as I can remember. And okay. it's oh, just and one of Mr. those things Contra- where – I'm sorry, bro. I didn't oh, want to cut go you ahead. off, but I no, apparently we we had a snafu here with the sound, so the folks didn't hear. I just wanted to re- re- just repeat real quick. Uh, Raphael is from the South Side of Chicago originally, now doing this thing in Atlanta. So just continue with what you were saying, my man. Yeah. So, like I said, I've been a sports fan as far as I can remember, and um, it's one of those things. I always said when I was a little kid, I was going to play football. Mm-hmm. If I didn't play football, I was going to coach. If I wasn't going to coach, I was going to get paid talking about it. So, right. you know, this is what I'm trying to do right now. <laughs> hey, I hear you, man. And you're doing a great job at it. So, you know, did you play ball growing up? Um, you know, where'd you go to high school at in Chi-Town? I went to Hirsch and I went to Percy Julian. And at Percy Julian, I didn't get on the team because I transferred to Hirsch. I went to Hirsch, um, and I, I missed the trials. And then when I went to Percy Julian, I got there late, so I missed the trials there, so I couldn't play. And I played there. Oh. Uh, I was there for two years. And then when I came to Redan, I came to Atlanta, and I joined Redan football team um, during the summer because we got here in April. But one of my biggest regrets <laughs> is the fact that summertime – it was so hot. Me being from Chicago, <laughs> you know, we thought we had humidity. It's nothing like Atlanta. And no. one thing I regret is I quit because it was too hot. I couldn't take it. I could not. I mean, we were practicing in 90-something degree weather. I couldn't do it. Humidity, hot, I couldn't do it. I, and I, one of the things I always will regret is the fact that I didn't stick it out, but I couldn't, man, I, I couldn't leave. So, well, you know, yeah, most, but, of, most of our, our live chat room is from Atlanta. A lot of the people that follow this, the show from the Atlanta area with the, you know, um, let me tell you this, man, coming from up North and dealing with down South humidity, like right now, I think I jokingly at the beginning of the show called it like Alabama hot up here. It's just one of them hot, 90-plus muggy days that you remember being up in Chi-Town and whatnot. But even with that, man, going down south, hell no. No, it's nothing like that. The first time I went to play, I went to play, uh, we played basketball. I I was down here for maybe two and a half weeks, and one of the guys that went to the church, we went to play basketball. And when I tell you, they literally had to carry me off the court because I was about to pass out. It was that hot. And they were looking like, well, it's only like 89 degrees. But, right. man, that humidity? Oh, my gosh. Exactly. I just don't know. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, let's get into a little bit of your show, my man. First off, tell the people what it's called, um, where they can find it, and just kind of tell people a little bit about your show, man, because you get into everything. That's what I like. So, you know, tell the folks so we can get them hip to, to your show. 
Definitely. Yes, you have to check us out. So the company is the three-point conversion, the number three. Don't You don't spell the three out, but the three-point conversion. And my show on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern on Spreaker Radio on the three-point conversion station is called the three-point conversion sports lounge. And as he said, we get into everything. We talk football, basketball, baseball, hockey, boxing. Uh, if you want to talk lacrosse, we will talk about that. We, <laughs> we bring it all. We have guests come from everywhere, whether it's, um, you know, from small, small companies or we have a fan of the week or we talking big companies. We've had NFL pro players on. And, I yes, mean, yeah. you know, we just, we just have everybody on. It's, it's the three-point conversion is a company is for the fans. What you know, it's all about fans because we're all fans. And that's one thing I want to change as far as band media is the fact that even though I'm part of the media, I'm still a fan of sports. Yeah. So it's just you just have have to have it's a time and place for it. I'll say that. But our slogan is where fans' opinions matter. So it's all about the fans. However you feel, we want you to voice it. I'm going to voice it. You know I do. That that's Absolutely. why they call me Mr. Controversy because I'm I'm going to say <laughs> yes, what sir. most people won't say. Yeah, you know, yeah. but um, like I said, the show is full of fun. We uh, we talk about what's going on throughout the week. We um, we have what is called a stop it moment. You know, I coined the phrase stop yes, it. Yes. So we have our stop it moments, and like I said, this is fun, man. It's, it's for the fans. It's about us. So that's that's what hey, it's about. And Mr. Controversy, because in our chat room, Big L is already printing out stop it all over the place. Can you give him a stop it, please? <laughs> stop it! What's up, Big L? What's up, baby? <laughs> Big L, in there checking out the show on Saturday mornings as well. Troller extraordinary, as you know, my man. all right so again we got our main man mr controversy on hey man let's just get right to it about last night now there's a lot of kd hate a lot of lebron hate before we get into you know did kd sell his soul to the devil is lebron gonna leave again uh just give us your thoughts you know on on the series as a whole and, and what you know what you were thinking about it You know, honestly, I don't want to sound like that old guy <laughs> that's going to tell you about how it was when we played. I don't want to be that guy, but yes, still, the series was, I mean, if you like, put it like this, it was so many fantastic plays. We can't knock that. It was great plays all over, but in the midst of that, it was boring because you only had one moment. The last three games became good, right. you know, really the last two, I should say, because the, even game or the, the game five and game three, because even game four, I mean, it was a lot of great play by Cleveland, but it was a blowout, right. you know, so, and it was only one signature moment in this series, and that was KD when he hit that shot in game three, yep. to, uh, take the lead and to win the game. But other than that, I mean, it had no substance. And, like, before I called in, I got home and I, I have a recording. You know, they had the, mm-hmm. the 30 for 30 right. Lakers-Celtics robbery. Yes, and watching that, that was basketball. I mean, you had so many moments. 
you had so many um, memories from that. And and honestly, you know what I think it is with the game right now? I think because the refs and or the league, they want to protect the game and they give the refs so much power to where now you don't have those moments where, you know, people are fighting. Think about it. Even in the blowout, the game was a game three or game four when KD and LeBron was going at it. You had so much right. going on. Even in that game, even though it was a blowout, in the midst of that, with them fighting and with them arguing and going at it, bickering, it was it made it that much more. Think about the Lakers Celtics series. Think about Bulls and Knicks. Think about uh, the Pistons and the Lakers. Even like I was telling my son, I was telling him about you think about when the Lakers played Magic and Isaiah were the best of friends, probably in NBA history. You always think they they always were together, best friends. But even they start going at it and pushing and ready to fight because they wanted that chip. They wanted that ring, and they were going to go through whoever they had to. And my point is, that's the substance. You know, that makes the other team want to compete against you now, you know, and we don't have that. No, I look, man, I'm, I'm 48 years old, graduated high school in 87, you know, grew up with, with, you know, this kind of golden age of basketball with everything you were just talking about. And I totally agree. You know, I got some sound and that's kind of what I'm focusing on, on the second half of the show tonight. Uh, That 30 for 30 Lakers Celtics. I got some sound from Rachel Nichols show earlier you know, and she had Kareem and Byron Scott on. And I thought a nice little twist, Mr. Controversy. She had Paul Pierce on kind of talking about, you know, his kind of view being a Celtic champion and all that as well. But, I mean, you can even break it down. I remember just all the playoff series got tough back in the day. I mean, you know, the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings, man, back when they had Chris Webber and all them boys. I mean, they were always were coming to right. blows, it seemed like. Um, you know, I mean, Dr. J and Larry Bird back in, in those days as well, you know, when Philadelphia was, you know, when they got that chip in 82 and they were still good and up until about the mid 80s, same thing, man. I mean, Moses Malone, Robert Parrish bumping into each other. So I feel you, Mr. Controversy. And then to watch what we got th- today, it's like listening to these rappers today. Right. And think about it. What can we, besides that three-pointer, which I still think people might forget, people have already forgotten, what what we talk about even right. a year from now, what, what can we talk about from this series, this finals? I, the I only thing is KD left. That's it. KD, he, he, he was a punk, and he went to the team that beat him, and he joined the best. That's, that's it. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah, that's sad and you know like I said I don't want to sound like that old man but it, it is what it is and <laughs> again I think and I know we're going to get into it later but I think the league is in trouble because now you've got the go to state Warriors and I'm not mad at the Warriors because why wouldn't you get the second best player yeah. you know it's nothing on them it's, it's more of KD but still you have the Warriors that have this super team what you really call a super team, and now the league's going to get worse because in order to beat this super team, you're going to have to go four deep as far as superstars. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to. 
Um, the folks again, uh, Raphael, controvert, Mr. Controversy, joining us here. Uh, Three Point Sports Conversion Lounge is the show. Saturday morning, Spreaker.com. Check them out. Now, let me ask you this, Mr. Controversy. Let's just get into KD here. You know, uh, the they already had the Nike ad all ready to go at the end of the night. I, I thought it was a very good ad, by the way, whether you are with KD or against them. I just thought it was a very entertaining ad. But let me ask you this, brother. Um, now that we got this season behind us, he's the MVP of the finals. Um, I think it was designed that way. I think Golden State, once they made the finals, I think this was a plan to get him the MVP to shut everybody the hell up. But how do mm-hmm. you feel about this whole thing with KD and, and going to Golden State and whatnot? Like I said, it was a punk move. It, it, it really was. <laughs> I actually got into it with somebody, not physically, but, you know, we were debating. And he was he tried to bring up – he tried to um, – I guess compared to, let's say, if you're the top salesman, mm-hmm. and you know, just in um, in that field, but now you get to go to the number one sales team, you wouldn't do it. And I told him, you can't. That doesn't compare. Yes, it does. Why? Because right. you want to be the best. I said, no. It's. I said because with sports, it's about competing. That's not competing with as far as going to the top. You just want to get to the top no matter what. But sports is all about competing, and that's your, what your legacy is b- based off of when you think about it. Yes, he has rings, but it's about competing, you know. And my thing is, that's a punk move. You know why it's a punk move to me? is the fact that, not because he joined the best team, but the fact that he avoided going through those hard times. Think about the Chicago Bulls. Oh, of when Chicago course, Bulls Mr. had to go through the Pistons. But let me ask you this, my man: Is that the NBA of today, though? I mean, we're not going to. It, see, it is. Yeah, we're not going to see that again. And and let me get a question in here from our chat room too. Uh, Clay Davis. Uh, oh shoot! I hope I didn't lose my place here. Um, he had a question. Oh. Um, in regards to what we were just talking about with the NBA being in trouble here, Mr. Controversy, he says the Golden State Warriors versus the Cavs had the highest ratings since the Jordan era. What the hell is he talking about? Well, the reason why, Clay, is because you had all the superstars. But again, the highest rating doesn't mean anything when it wasn't even nearly close to being, I, I wouldn't even put it, in the top 20 as far as finals in NBA history. Why? Because it had no substance. Remember, mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, it's good to have all this glamorous stuff, but if it has no substance, what's the point? And that's all I'm saying, Clay, is the fact that, yes, you put it like this. I'll, I'll say this, Clay. I was excited that, okay, I started catching on right before the finals saying, okay, Man, you think about it, we have seven all-stars going at each other, you know, playing. This is great. Yes, that, that part as far as knowing that you have all these superstars, but again, with Golden State, if Cleveland couldn't compete. It was no way. And because of that, for the next few years, Clay, you are going to see Golden State, unless Chris Paul go to – San Antonio. But anyway, you're going to see Golden State being in the finals. And 
no one is going to be able to beat them in the East unless you have somebody like Melo join Cleveland, which they can't do with the team they already have. Or, but it's going to take four superstars to beat that team. Okay. And, that, and like I said, nothing, nothing against Golden State because that's, I mean, hey, I would do it too if I was a team, but it's going to hurt the league, man. It's, right. it's, it's going to be, we already know who's going to be there, so what's well, the point of watching you know, the season? It, you know, good point, Mr. Controversy. And that's the thing, because, you know, I'm looking through the chat room right now, and it's it's kind of evenly split, you know, just like it is out there with, you know, folks like yourself. I've kind of chilled a little bit on, on the KD matter. Let me ask you this, though, my friend. What or is there any way, let's say KD stays out here, you know, on the West Coast a few years, whatever, Maybe they win, uh, put together, maybe a three-peat or something like that. Who knows what that, whatever it is. Is there any way KD can redeem himself in the eyes of Mr. Controversy? <laughs> it's going to be hard. I mean, <laughs> he take, he take the, I say he just take the lesser role. I mean, but I don't want him to do that. Honestly, I believe if KD stays in Golden State after a year or two, for the most part, it'll probably be forgotten because he stayed there, you know, but it will always stick with us because of the fact that he joined the best team. It, even though it won't really have an asterisk, uh, asterisk around his name, it'll always around a championship. Mentally, it will, it will always be there for me and a lot of, a lot of other people because, no, no, again, you're right. You're right. He he was scared to like I said the Bulls did it the Pistons had to go through Boston a few times until they broke through that barrier. Man, they were they were up three one. They lost. Okay, come back to next year, and you probably would have gotten stronger and gotten more wiser and could have beaten Golden State. Well, but like I said, man, man. that's a punk move. <laughs> that's why he's Mr. Controversy, everybody. That's why I wanted to get him on, man. I. Th- let me ask you this, my friend, um, kind of switching gears here a little bit now. Um, you know, you've been seeing X squad pop up in your chat room and, you know, me, big L, a few other people and whatnot. Uh, a lot of us do sports shows, uh, you know, a, a fair share of the X squad nation does a variety of other topics, but I noticed, and we've talked about this a little bit, um, the way you got your media credentials and all the sports that you are involved in covering First off, can you just name the, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to maybe go through all the teams, but just some of the teams that you actually are credentialed for and maybe just share, you know, the process of, you know, just how to go about that for podcasters like myself and some of the other folks listening to the tonight. Sure. First, if I tell you I have to kill you, no, I'm just kidding. No. So what this is, honestly, um, so just to name a few, we have, um, ACC, you know, with Georgia Tech, basketball, football, baseball. We got the Sun Belt Conference. Um, we have MLS Soccer, um, Atlanta United with and Toronto. We're across the border. Have a writer in Toronto, so we're across oh, the border. Nice. Okay. And we have WNBA. We have New York Liberty for now and Atlanta Dream. So, and we got a few more other spots. But honestly, it's it's all about. I got was telling you the other day off the air it's just <laughs> i mean confidence man and right. you know it, it's it's easy you, you have to of course have your business you have to have you have to have something to prove that okay 
this person, okay, yes, we for them to say, okay, we want to take them on. It's something about them that they, they have a history. They, they have, um, they have, you know, a resume, and that's the thing. You know, build your resume. I would say just build your resume. Uh, you don't have to go big at first. We didn't. Right. I mean, we we joined we joined the football t- uh, football game that started called the Globo and it, it's, it's steady going right now, but it was a Globo called the Global Bowl and um, the Globo is in Philadelphia. These little, it, the, it's, it's in a little town, Pennsylvania. Um, I should say not Philadelphia, but it's division three players. Yep. Not big, but we, Hey, we did it. Can we get a crack at that? Yeah, we'll do it. And we, we actually covered the radio station, uh, broadcast live. Oh, nice. and then it went up to another game. We did broadcast that live, and we moved up to a, high, a bigger game, broadcast nice. that live, and, you know, we had over 1,200 people listen live. And just starting from there, and then, like I said, just building your resume. And once you build your resume, you know, right, don't man. accept no. There you go, Mr. Controversy, spitting the knowledge, y'all. So we got a couple more minutes here with Mr. Controversy. And again, Raphael, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Let me ask you, speaking of ACC football and Georgia Tech, again, um, you know, a lot of ex-squad base down in the ATL down there. Man, you know, obviously it's it's a it's a UGA state. It's going to be a bulldog state. We We get that. But what is it going to take for Tech to get back into the limelight a little bit? You know, they kind of tease us every few years here and there. But what is it going to take them boys to get back into the mix? You know, you got Georgia State now, you know, renovating Turner Field, trying to make their mark down there in football. Man, what's it going to take for uh, the rambling wreck to get back? Change their mindset and change the way they play. I mean, I understand we, we love the option. You know, they, they love it down here. Well, they love it for Georgia Tech fans. They love it. But come on, man, it's, it's 2017. It doesn't work. Right. It's not going to work, you know. And until they change the program, and I hate to say this, and, you know, and I'm saying this as a fan, but it's going to be hard to – Gain everybody. First of all, it's going to be hard to go over, you know, take over Georgia. UGA is what what it is. When I first moved out of here, I had never, you know, being up north, mostly up north, Midwest, it's pro cities. I mean, it's pro sports, you know. Right. Um, right Minnesota Vikings, Timberwolves, you know, uh, North Stars back in the day. We had Blackhawks, Bulls, you know, pro sport. I came down to Atlanta you were seeing eighty-year-old couples rocking UGA sweaters yep. and go hard and say something bad about them. They ready to fight. Like that's <laughs> it's a college city, college town. You know right. they tell you in the um, chat room. Oh, so, yeah. so they're never gonna. And it's Georgia. This is Georgia nation down here. But still, to make noise, they're gonna have to change the way they play. Like we can't continue to do the that option, man. It's, I mean, think, think about all the talent they wasted, which turned out good for the pro players, but think about the receivers that Georgia Tech had. Oh, they had Demarius Thomas. You had Megatron. Exactly. And most people didn't know who he was. That's, that's not good. So that's, that's what I say. 
And what about the administration of Georgia Tech? Um, are they behind the program? You know, that's a big thing that I talk about on my show up here in Big Ten country. I'm, you know, being a University of Minnesota graduate, um, you know, the University of Minnesota isn't always behind the, the sports programs here. You, you know, some of it's brought on themselves, but I'll save that for later. But what about the Georgia Tech administration, um, the school? Are they really behind the football program down there? I think they are. I mean, you got to remember, it's still ACC, and ACC is um, rising up right now. And I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You know, contrary to your belief, it might it might be the best conference right now in football. You know, I mean, there's, hey, there's you an think about what they've that. done. Yep. Yeah. So it, I mean, I, I don't think it is, but I'm just saying it might be. I mean, seriously, you know. But looking at the last year, or so but still, I think they're behind the program I you know it's just again you just have certain you have I mean look at Notre Dame I think Notre Dame did it and it's going to take a while but Notre Dame was always a running team right and then you look at how they made that switch and a lot of fans don't like it you know they they brought was it Kelly they brought mm-hmm. Kelly in um not Kelly but um was it Kelly I can't think of his name from New England I can't think of his name right now right, but yeah. They brought him in, the assistant coach. And um, when they brought him in to uh, be the head coach, he turned it around. Because remember, Willingham came in to Notre Dame, and they were still running the ball. It was still grimy, tough defense. But when the coach from, assistant coach from New England came in, I cannot think of his name, but he came in and he turned it around. And it took a while for everybody to adapt. And even the players, they had to, they had to go after different players. And you got to remember, Players are not accustomed to Notre Dame being a passing team, and so yes, you don't yeah. get the biggest big recruits. So I think that's what they're afraid of, is the fact that because Georgia Tech is known for being a running team, and that's all we do is the option, triple option and everything, if they switched it and tried to go, all right, we're going to throw. What big-time quarterbacks want to come here because of the reputation that Georgia exactly. Tech has? Very what well big-time receivers want to come here? Very so. well, yep, exactly. And also, you know, just real quick to kind of touch on it, you know, you do got a couple more Division One programs in the state now. So, you know, you do got Georgia State that uh, Georgia Tech now is in uh, recruiting battles with. You do got Georgia Southern over right. there as well, too. So, you know, I mean, just, you know, a couple more teams kind of nipping at your heels a little bit. And like I said earlier, Georgia State, um, Sluggo in our chat room, who's an alumnus of Georgia State and a season ticket holder over there, you know, the renovations at Turner Field. So they're trying to make their mark as well, man. Yeah, they, they are. Um, actually, I went to Georgia State. I'm an alumni oh, also. Okay, nice. And nice. yeah, so, but Georgia State, they're making changes. And I predicted this maybe six, seven years ago. I said, because I went to school that late. I went to college late. But I said, okay. Georgia State, I, I really believe about 10, 15 years, they're going to change. Um, and they're going to be a nice recruiting spot. And they're going to be um, amongst the, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know about top 25 yet, but when you think about football teams, I think they're going to make their um, right. name known, you know, because of yeah. what the administration is trying to do for them. You know, and that's going to be a big move by going to turn the field. That's, that's a big move right there. Exactly. And Greg on the chat room says a couple players got to the NFL from the University of West Georgia as well. So yet another school. Yeah. 
All right. Well, yep, Mr. Controversy, let me ask you just real quick here. And again, I thank you so much for taking some time out of your evening, bro. Um, Georgia Tech basketball. Now, I grew up, the Gophers had a fantastic run to the final eight where they ran into a fantastic Georgia State team or Georgia Tech team, excuse me, um, back in the day. Dennis Scott, Spider Sally, you know, the big boys, the big hitters. It's been a long time since Bobby Crimmins has been down there on the court, man. Is Georgia State basketball ever, ever going to matter again? You mean as far as Georgia, like the Yellow Jackets, right, Georgia Tech? Uh, yeah, did I say Georgia State again? Yeah, Georgia Tech, my bad. Yes, Georgia Tech. Because, you know, I mean, I, I you know grew up, had a lot of respect for Crimmins as a coach, uh, for the teams they had down there. Like I said, uh, Scott was a, one of my favorite college players, as was Spider Sally. But, man, it has been a long time since Tech has really done anything in hoops. Yeah, um, yeah, those point guards, they were coming like like it was nothing. Yeah, with, uh, like you said, Kenny Anderson, Mark Price, and all of them. Price. But, yeah, I think Georgia Tech is on the rise, I'm telling you. That team, what, what Josh Passman was able to do with that team last year. I mean, people, they were expected to only win – no more than four games. And what they did, and they were able to get, they just missed the tournament and was able to go to the NIT and go all the way to the finals in the NIT. I'm telling you. First of all, like I said, just with Coach Passner, his his passion for the game and his ability to get everybody to buy in. Like, nobody expected everybody and all the players to buy in so quickly. Right. But when you think about what he, what he did last year, and then you think about the players that are coming back, you think about the players like you got Ben Lammers. I think what, just remember that name, Ben Lammers. He's going to be, um, I think he's going to be all ACC next year. on um, the center. Then you got the freshman Josh Okoji coming in. And what he did last year, he he made all freshmen ACC. And then it's a young guy who was coming off the bench, was a spark named Tadrick Jackson. So they got a lot of players. Plus, you had a lot of players transfer from other schools just to come to Georgia Tech, and they got a lot of great recruits. I'm telling you, the Georgia Tech team next year, they're making the tournament. And I think from years on if Josh Passon stays here, if he doesn't leave, because the next two or three years, Georgia Tech is going to be a household name. Watch what I say. They're going to be big in the ACC. Watch what I say. Hey, Mr. Controversy, thank you so much, my man, for joining us. Again, tell the people about the show, where they can find you, and how they can follow you on social media. No problem. First of all, thank you so much, man. So gracious to uh, be on your show. Um, everybody in the chat room, Salute. Also, you can catch the Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on Spreaker on the Three Point Conversion station. That's the three, the number three point conversion. And also, you can catch us catch that show on iHeartRadio. We're syndicated on iHeartRadio, and just check out the Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge, and also on iTunes as well. Also check out the website, the three point conversion.com. We have great articles. Yeah. So much website. going on. Very um, good website. Yeah. 
appreciate that. Baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, whether it's international, MLS, all of it. Boxing, we cover it all. Also, on Facebook, check out the page, Three Point Conversion um, page. As, as we got every day something crazy going on, we right now we've really coined the phrase um, fair foul. We post these um, a lot of uh, comments from people you might know, you know, and as far as sports field, whatever, and fair foul, we have you comment. We have battlegrounds. We have so much going on. Also, we have the Twitter page, three point, just put in the three-point conversion, it'll come up. And um, check me out on Twitter at Mr. Controversy 21. Absolutely. And like I'll I said, be, we all over, man. Yeah, I'll be retweeting like a mofo, man. Raphael, all honesty, man, thank you so much. You always got an open line to the Sports Gov of Minnesota. And, man, appreciate you taking a half hour out of your time tonight, my man. You have a good week, a good weekend. I'll be checking you out Saturdays. And, again, folks, if you can't check them out live, like all the shows on Spreaker, man, they're on demand. So make sure you listen to Mr. Controversy. You take care, bro. Yes. Hey, appreciate it real quick. Hey, yes. squad, it's not enough of y'all listening to the show. Y'all need to come on live, man. It's not enough, enough of y'all. All right. <laughs> the, hey, the challenge has been issued, y'all. All right, Raphael, you take care, brother. Thank you. Bye. All right, take care. Oh, man, what a good dude. What a good brother that is, man. Um, he is doing real big things, Mr. Controversy, Raphael Controversy on Facebook. Again, three three point sports conversion lounge. Make sure you check him out, man. Check him out. All right, so oh, good show tonight, man. We are rocking and rolling. Let me get into the chat room here again. Sports done right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, a couple good calls tonight. I know the chat room's popping. Now I know Jersey's out there because he don't like anything. God relocates from New York City. Been living in Georgia for, for a minute now, a long minute. And Jersey don't like nothing about them teams down there, man. He don't like nothing. <laughs> nothing. He likes nothing about those teams, man. Dog in Georgia State. Dog in Georgia. Georgia Tech. Ain't nobody good down there. Jersey always on top of it. Georgia ain't ish either they can't get out of their own way you know actually that's a very good point <laughs> very good point uh what else we got here um again jersey talking more georgia crap we read grego talking about west georgia um everybody just kind of chatting having some fun in the chat room that's what it's all about um mr controversy again thank you so much for hanging out with us you guys all you, especially you sports people out there, X Squad, all of us, they got a motto, man. They got a motto over there. They're doing some big things. So, all right, let's get to it. XSquadAffiliates.com, the website, Spreaker.com. We're also going to be back on WSME. Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota, that great state, way, way, way up north. You go further north than Minnesota, it's a little country called Canada. We'll be right back. We've got some, uh, we're going to take another little quick break here. We'll be back. We'll set up the end of the show. We're going to get into Lakers, Celtics rivalry. We're going to relive some memories. You're going to hear some good sound from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Byron Scott, Paul Pierce. And again, throw your thoughts out there. If you are watching the uh, 30 for 30, I hope you're DVRing it. 
because I want you guys in here in the chat room, but share them memories, man. Basketball today, us older guys, as Grego would like to say, the Greenhorn Gregos out there of the world, you know, these young cats. Man, we got a lot to get into. Um, man, I just, great show tonight. Very hot, very muggy up here in the Twin Cities. Man, I am sweating like I'm back in Georgia because I am on the patio doing this show. Just, hey, man, I enjoy summer. And when you're up here, you never know how long it's going to last. So, all right, Vince Wright, I will be right back. This is Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. we got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports Done Right. This is a podcast. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers. People who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
Cause they only get the pipe And if they act right, they might get to spend the night These girlies wanna be with me These hoes tryna trap a G But I ain't with it Money out there, nigga tryna get it All them bitches at me, I be slipping, I need it Had my share of Rich girl, rich girl, going too far. 
give a rich girl Rich girl Going too far You know it don't matter anyway Rich girl You can rely on the old man You can rely on the old man When you get a bitch girl Bitch girl Folks are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. That's now, me. let's get back to the show. Oh, she's a rich girl. She's gone too far, and you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man, honey. Oh, what's up, Vince Rice, sports governor? Home stretch, sports done right. Another Tuesday night edition. Great show, man. Uh, Mr. Controversy giving us a call here. Host of the Three Point Sports Conversion Lounge. Uh, doing big things. You heard from my main man, Mr. Michael Coffey, the Kentucky Colonel from the Great Commonwealth himself. Giving us a call, my frat brother down there. Running mates with me, him, Rick Hamler. Everybody in the chat room, thank you so much, man. Great, great chat room tonight. I hope Letitia is, was able to get into her mom's house. Please open the door for that young lady so she, she can take care of business. Uh, Vince right here. Look, man, again, Lakers are my team. Grew up Laker fan, grew up a Magic Johnson fan. Started in college with Magic. I grew up in Big Ten country, as you know, proudly representing the upper Midwest. But uh, real talk, man, Magic Johnson's just been a hero of mine for a long time on the basketball court. You know, what we can make, people make jokes, the, the HIV, the this, the that. But you talk about somebody taking <laughs> lemons of life and making some hardcore lemonade. To the point now where Magic Johnson's on the verge of becoming a billionaire himself with all his business interests. Just amazing. But with that being said, him and Larry Bird saved the NBA. They saved the NBA. You've heard other people say it, and this isn't an old guy thing. This isn't a young guy thing. This is true. The youngsters, the greenhorns, the greenhorn Gregos out there of the world... I grew up watching the NBA Finals on tape delay on network television on CBS at roughly about 11 o'clock central time. 
that's when they showed the NBA freaking finals. And I could only watch it on the weekends if games were scheduled because during the school night, my bedtime was way before 11 o'clock. Sometimes got to stay up a little late, but so that's what we're dealing with here. Glad everything worked out, Letitia. So along comes this black guy and this white guy. You know, you got to tell the truth. Race had a lot to do with this, but it was what we can now look back and appreciate with not only these two Hall of Fame players, these two top 50 players of all time, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, but the teams they led much like themselves. Showtime in L.A. Oh, run and gun, high-flying, Duncan, uh, masters of defense, Michael Cooper, the secretary of defense out there, the fabulous forum, the forum club, glitz, glamour, Hollywood, Inglewood. Then you bring it back out east. Okay, Bird, McHale, former Golden Gopher, Minnesota basketball legend, Parrish, Danny Ainge, Dennis Johnson, Cornbread Maxwell on the bench waving that damn towel. Lunchbox, uh, blue collar. Everything L.A. was not. At least in uh, the Bostonian's opinion. And for a while, these teams met, I believe, nine of the ten years of that decade in the or one of those teams was in the finals, excuse me, nine of 10 years, Lakers with five championships, Boston, I believe they got, was it three? Philadelphia got one in there. Then Detroit and their ascendancy towards the end of the decade. But man, nothing better than old school Lakers Celtics. I cannot wait after I get off the show tonight to check out this 30 for 30, but I got some good sound here. So, Um, Let me start with Byron Scott talking about Kareem. Now, um, earlier today on Rachel Nichols' show on ESPN, uh, she had Paul Pierce, Byron Scott, Kareem. And this is Kareem, or excuse me, Byron Scott talking about Kareem. How big of it was to the fans and to all the people who are here. I was 14, I think, 14, 15. So, you know, just about to start high school and, New cap, watch him play at UCLA, watch him play in Milwaukee where he went went there and won a championship. So as a fan, you know, like Paul, you know, I was a big Laker fan. So when they got cap, I was like, oh, man, championships, you know, championships. Did you feel like that right away? I mean, you won in Milwaukee. No, I I felt like that right away because I knew he was the most dominant player in the league. Mm -hmm. And and I knew at that time he was averaging 28, 29, 15, 16, 17 rebounds. He was just – he was just unstoppable. So I knew they, they had a piece to the puzzle that was going to get them uh, a chance to have multiple championships. And I was being a Laker fan, like I said, in, in you know junior high and high school, I was excited, you know, uh, beyond belief. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, now, what that was from, to put that in proper context, that was Byron Scott, who grew up in the L.A. area, by the way, talking about as a teenager, you know, and then growing up when Kareem came from Milwaukee. Now, Let's listen to what Kareem said about him actually wanting to get out of Milwaukee and engineering his move back to the West Coast. So uh, let's take a listen here on Mr. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, again from Rachel Nichols' show on ESPN earlier today. 
court, you were very quiet about it. You did not want to create sort of public pressure for Bucks ownership, but you did make it clear to them that as your contract was coming to an end, you would like to be traded somewhere else and they yeah. could get something for you. Yeah, oh. and I, I figure I'd give them a chance to, to make the deal without me gumming it up by shooting my mouth <laughs> off. And, you know, I give myself the best chance to end up where I wanted to, to be. Why did you want to come out here and be a Laker? Well, uh, they, the Lakers had the uh, ability to make the deal and, you know, I had family and friends and my alma mater's here, you know, I, I love Southern California. Mm -hmm. I was real happy to get back. It was no adjustment getting back. I just had to get used to smiling. I remember I was in training camp and thinking, wait, those people up in Wisconsin are freezing right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, these guys know yeah. it's better. And exactly right, man. <laughs> we freezing up here in the wintertime. So you heard Kareem, uh, you know, and plus he had won his championship in Milwaukee. He did what he was supposed to do, and he brought him the championship. You know, had he stayed in and played in Milwaukee, you know, maybe another championship. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, you heard him. He wanted to get back out west. He's a West Coast guy. And he, he went in a little further on that um, in that show as well, to be perfectly honest with you, talking about his love uh, for the West Coast as well so i want to welcome um oh and thank you for your service sir dennis johnson u.s marine corps retired thank you for uh joining vince wright the sports governor and sports done right here on spreaker.com hey man um appreciate you checking us out appreciate your service we got some other veterans in here as well make yourselves known but uh getting back here to laker celtics yeah man um let me tell you let me tell you I could not, I mean, I just, I could not wait for these matchups day in and day out. Because remember, they only played each other twice. And, you know, when these two teams met in the regular season, it was playoff atmosphere. I mean, just craziness. That's what basketball is about. And I think that that's what uh, Mr. Controversy was trying to allude to a little earlier as well. Um, it's just a different game, and we all kind of got to go with the flow. You know, we all like what we grew up with. Um, it, it is what it is. But, man, make sure you watch these, um, these 30 for 30s. And you youngsters in particular, because we're so into the now what it is now especially the espns and and things like that all these little lists they put together you know the further we get from you know the some of these 80s and 90s players they they fall by the wayside but anyway let's take it over to the modern celtic side she had paul pierce on the show as well and this is uh paul pierce talking about larry bird it was everything because it was just like you got magic was like the black player who was great and you had Burr was the white player who was great. And so it was just like a battle of, you know, who who is the better styles. Yeah. styles. Burr was slow, could shoot the jumper, magic was fast, can pass. And it was just <laughs> like, you know, this guy Bird, you know, him being a white player, because we always felt like, you know, this is a black sport, mm -hmm. you know. And so you're seeing a guy like Bird coming in and dominate. And it was just like, whoa, you know. This is this is something that could last a long time. It started with them two in college, college yeah. you know. That's so I amazing. think that's what 
really made it even more of a rivalry since it started in college. Mm-hmm. You know, Bird was the player of the year, but Magic won it. Then Magic gets his first title in the NBA. Now they see each other in 84. Now it's like, you know, Bird has a chance to get his revenge. So it was like all kind of subplots with this rivalry just throughout the whole 80s decade. And it was just like, you know, you know, whose side are you on? <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Paul Pierce telling you about it. And Paul Pierce obviously got his chip with Boston, the original big three. And, you know, that's what he was talking about a little later on in the show. Uh, he's part of it now. He's part of it. And I thought I had some sound um, from him as well, but I'll check on that because he makes a, a he made a really good point. Um, I'll look for that here shortly. Oh, yep, here it is here. Let me get a quick download in. I thought I had already downloaded it. Again, sports done right. Spreaker.com. Let's see if this download works. The, the, that's the joy of live radio. It did. All right, here we go. Uh, Paul Pierce and his place kind of in the, in the history of the Celtics-Lakers rivalry. Divinity is coming up. But first, we've got legendary Celtics and Lakers on our set. And Paul, I would like to know if you can repeat that little dance for us here. Now, we've been grilling these guys about their big rivalries and back in their day when you were a kid watching them. But I want to know when you were part of that rivalry. I mean, look, you sat there and watched Magic, Larry, people who grew up now watch you and Kobe Bryant going at it. What is your biggest memory from all that? I'm just happy that I can be a part of it now. You know, growing up watching Lakers, Celtics, and now to be a part of it, playing against the Lakers in the finals twice, winning one, losing one, you know, that's that's all you ever want. It's you know, a 20-year gap. I mean, it definitely was a 20-year gap. But just to now be a part of that historic history, something, it's so ironic that growing up in L.A., being the Boston Celtics, beating the Lakers in the finals, right. being a part of, you know, Laker and Celtic lure. You can't bring yourself to say it. You were going to say them beating up, but you didn't even Celtic lure. It, 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 just, it, it meant everything, you know, for me, for my career, to be able to match up with Kobe. Because I felt uh, before that moment, I didn't really get the respect around the league as a player. So I used the finals as a stage to say, look, Paul Pierce is one of the best players in this league. Mm-hmm. And what better way to do it than against Kobe Bryant and the Los Angeles Lakers. So there it is. Couldn't have said it better myself. Prove it against the Lakers. So, folks, make sure you check it out. The 30 for 30 Lakers versus Celtics. Uh, I can't wait. Matter of fact, I'm going to get at it right now. So, with that being said, Mr. Controversy, uh, Raphael out of the ATL, three-point sports conversion lounge. Check him out. My main man, Michael Ray Coffee, the good colonel out of Kentucky, I got to go see the first lady office. She's about to take off on yet another business trip. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Thank you for tuning in to Sports Done Right. I am out of here. Y'all be safe, be cool, and we will be back next week. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night 
And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Right.